0: See, you. I want to see you, to see you high and lifted up, shining in the light of your glory. Pour out your power and love, it's easy, holy, holy. Genesis chapter 21 from verse 14. Early the next morning, Abraham got some bread and a skin of water, gave them to Hagar. Then, placing the child on her back, she sent her away. As she roamed aimlessly in the wilderness of Bathsheba, the water in the skin was used up so She put the child down under a shrub, and then went and sat down opposite him, about a ball shot away. For she said to herself, Let me not watch to see the child die. As she sat opposite him, he began to cry. God heard the boys cry, and God's messenger called to Hagar from heaven. What is the matter Hagar? Don't be afraid. God has heard the boy's cry in this plight of his. Arise, lift up the boy, hold him by the hand, for I will make of him a great nation. Then God opened his Then God opened her eyes and she saw a well of water. She went and filled the skin with water and then let the boy drink. God was with the boy as he grew up. He lived in the wilderness, became an expert bowman. With his home in the wilderness of Paran, his mother got a wife for him from the land of Egypt. Praise God. Uh, And we are going to read again. The Gospel of Matthew, Matthew chapter 14. We just read two verses, verse from verse 26. When the disciples saw him, meaning Jesus, walking on the sea, they were terrified. It is a ghost, they said, and they cried out in fear. At once, Jesus spoke to them, take courage, it is I. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. It is I. Praise God. The last one is the Gospel of John, chapter 5. And we are going to read um, a few verses. Uh, we are going to read from verse 5. One man was there at the pool of Bethesda who had been ill for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had been ill for a long time, he said to him, Do you want to be well? The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. While I am on my way, someone else gets back there before me. Jesus said to him, Rise, take up your mat and walk. Immediately, the man became well, took up his mat and walked. Praise God. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, with thanksgiving, Lord, we come before you. We thank you for this word you have given us. Pray that you may open our hearts, Lord, to hear you to understand, to comprehend, to grasp something new that you want to teach us. Lord, we believe that you have the words of eternal life, that our lives may be transformed to be just like you, that, Lord Jesus, our mind may be transformed, that you may break every stronghold in our mind, disperse every darkness from within, and let your light shine, Lord Jesus. You are the light of the world. Help us to focus our mind to you. fix our eyes on you and to be able to live the life that you created us to have. Deliver us from anything that is not of you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. The topic for this meditation is, Lord, I want to see you. Lord, I want to see you. Now, these scriptures have been um, taken on um, to help us with our meditation which is to be able to see the Lord (laughs) as a topic is. Now uh, we just read a scripture. The first one was about Hagar. Hagar was a slave in Abraham's um, home and we know the story about the promise of isaac god promised abraham that he was gonna bless him with a child but he was very old and hagar who was um, a slave girl that they got from egypt happened to be the culprit who had to suffer the consequences of maybe what we can term as uh, maybe unbelief or misunderstanding because you see when the lord said he was gonna bless them his word we know that his promise is yes and amen so it does not matter the condition or the situation he had spoken this word knowing that he was going to bless Abraham through Sarah and even though um, they did not see it that way and Sarah also did not see herself to be in a position to bear a child or even become a mother. God's ways are not our ways. That's what the book of Isaiah says. His ways are not our ways. So we are bound not to be able to see what the Lord is speaking if we are looking through our human eyes. But we are meant to look and to be able to see every situation in our lives through the eyes of Jesus we have to elevate to where God is Seek God, know him more and then he will help us to be able to receive the promises that he has given us even in his word uh, despite or irrespective of our situations you see he knew that it was humanly impossible to happen in that way and that is why he is God because he is God of impossible situations. He is beyond our human capacity, and that is why we still declare, believe, and acknowledge that what God cannot do does not exist, and it shall never exist. Um, now, so the problem was that Hagar conceived and bore a child but (laughs) again a situation showed up (laughs) that uh, she had to be kicked out of Abraham's home (laughs) unfortunately she became a victim of uh, circumstance that she had no control over (laughs) so the scripture we read is where she ended up in the wilderness and probably because of the pain the pain and the struggle and the sufferings that she had gone through now we see a situation where she is actually leaving her child on one side to die as she said she doesn't want to see her child die so she chose to sit uh, at a different position the bible records verse 17 God. Heard the boys cry. At this point, the boy had no water, and Hagar could not see anywhere to get water from. The Bible says that God had the boys cry. We know from the book of Genesis to the end, we have all these backed up scriptures of the fact that God hears our cry. In fact, uh, the, the book of Psalms reminds us that Jesus collects our tears in a bottle <laughs> and he records every tear that drops as a reminder that nothing, no cry, no, no prayer that goes unanswered. So we have a God who answers prayer. And even later on after this um, moment of Abraham, we know about the Israelites in Egypt in the book of Exodus that they cried and then the Lord called Moses and said, I have heard the cry of my people. So the Lord heard the cry of Hagar's boy and the Bible says that God's messenger called to Hagar from heaven asking what is the matter? The next one is, don't be afraid. God has heard the boys cry in this plight of his. (laughs) Hallelujah. And this sounds like a message that you want to hear every day from God. You know, that if we believe in Jesus, if we believe in God, we believe in a God who cares, and you're going through different kind of situations that you don't know how to deal with, I believe hmm, the greatest, uh, probably, victory is when we know when we have that conviction or when we can hear him say that he has heard. When we we know that he can hear our cry, then we are convinced that if he can hear, then definitely he will do something. Now, the beauty of this thing is, verse 19, the Bible records then God (laughs) opened her eyes. Praise God. (laughs) So our meditation today, the topic is, Lord, I want to see you. Why have we chosen this? Because we have not been told that God caused water to spring up. No, the Bible says that then God opened her eyes and she saw a well of water. (laughs) so it means that the well was still there the well was there but she could not see it and she was already too probably going through this kind of struggle and um, of what had happened to her. She was a slave girl from Egypt. She did not deserve to go through this kind of thing but she found herself in this situation and we see a God who cares for the suffering coming through for her at the time of her need. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So it means that our God cares. He cares so much that, despite the fact that even the message to bring an Isaac was coming from him, and so Hagar he found herself in this kind of scenario that she did not know what to do. And now she's in the she's in the wilderness, and she again doesn't know what to do. She's in a whatever call it like a confusion it is a moment as a certain this kind of struggle she did not know how to how he's gonna change or what will happen to her she did not know what was gonna happen to she did not know whether she was gonna be eaten by the wild animals she didn't want to see her child die it was just imagine of that situation really dark and of course she was filled with all kinds of negative emotions because that is what happened when we face or we go through situations that are beyond us circumstances that we feel like we are victimized victimized you know and we are trying to that's why uh, like you see all these projects say um, they give a voice to the voiceless because at this moment she didn't have a voice she could not have managed to fight for herself she didn't have a voice but she was the one who was suffering and she did not ask for it it is just something that happened. Now see what the Lord does. At the moment when (laughs) she was just watching the child and the child is crying, God heard the cry of the child. And when God heard the cry, the angel would have been sent to come and do something to the child, give water to the child, or just nourish the child miraculously, divinely. But that did not happen. God opened the eyes of Hagar. Lord, open the eyes of my heart to see God opened the eyes of Hagar, and she saw a well of water. So whatever it is that was blocking her from seeing this well of water... To be able to help herself and to help the child. Whatever kind of negativity, whatever that pattern was, the Lord came and broke it within a twinkling of an eye. It was the prayer of an innocent, naive child that caught the attention of God. The Bible says Jesus came and said, let the children come to me because the kingdom of heaven is for such like this. They are the ones who are sitting before their angels are before the throne of of God day and night worshiping God day and night imagine so innocent so naive but the attention of God was caught by this child and the angel was sent to bring an answer to a prayer but God opened her eyes it wasn't it was not something that was presented to her that was not there. It was their eyes that were meant to be opened. Today, the same thing is happening to us. There are moments that we will go through different kind of struggles in this life. Different kind of challenges we get through. Different kind of negative emotions spring up from circumstances that are beyond our control. Circumstances that we feel like are beyond our own um, maybe understanding and you are trying to look for solutions. We don't know what to do. But God shows up. When God shows up, everything changes. And what is this everything changes? He comes with an answer, the answer that we really need. And the answer that we really need is to transport us from that kind of negative environment and to remove that whatever mindset that block that obstacle by opening our eyes to see a world full of potential to be able to think in a different way to be able to face circumstances with a different kind of perception to be able to be bold enough to rise above to know and to be able to embrace who we are you see so heger so uh, a well of water She went, filled the skin with water, and then let the boy drink. (laughs) Hallelujah. So that is one uh, scripture that we are looking at. The next scripture is about the gospel of Matthew. Imagine Jesus had already been with the disciples. Jesus had already been with the disciples, and he has already fed um, the 5,000 And it so happened that the Bible records he made them to get into the boat and to cross over the other side. So uh, to them, to the disciples, Jesus was not a stranger. If they had been with him, at least they knew him. They they had seen him. They knew his ways. They knew how he walked. They knew they knew different kind of things um, about Jesus. But then it so happened that they are in this boat and there's all these waves that are rocking the boat and so much wind. And uh verse twenty five says Matthew Matthew fourteen twenty five during the fourth watch of the night he came to ask them walking on the sea when the disciples saw him walking on the sea they were terrified screaming it is a ghost they said and they cried out in fear they knew jesus they had been with jesus they had just finished a ministry of feeding five thousand with jesus and now he just told them get into the boat and go jesus shows up they could not recognize him. It seems like the situation that Hagar had when our mind is filled with uh, fear or anxiety. All these negative emotions, they have a way of causing us to be blind causing us to be blind and this is why they could not recognize the lord because they were already afraid they were terrified by the wind by the waves so even when jesus came walking to them how come it is not the first thing that they thought about it is amazing to think about it but It is not the first thing that they thought about that it could be Jesus. They saw him multiply, multiply the loaves and feeding the 5,000. But none of them decoded this. They thought it was a ghost. This is a negative connotation. And they are already in a situation that has already interfered with their mindset. Their faith is going down. So darkness is creeping into their mind. How else can they recognize the Lord? The solution to the problem that they needed at this point, you know, is already in front of them. The answer to their prayer is already in front of them. But they could not recognize because they were submerged by their own human inclinations, submerged in their own um their their own uh, struggles that they were going through. They were not able to separate themselves from this struggle and to trust the Lord and to imagine that he would actually come and save them. So it is true that, in fact, Peter, Peter is the one who said to him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come um, to you on the water because he was daring. Peter was daring. But before saying, Lord, if it is you, uh, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking maybe one of them would have said, Lord, like call his name, you know, like call his name or just imagine it's him before thinking about um, him being a ghost. So today, here and now, when you go through different kind of negative scenarios and circumstances, the first thing the first thing that creeps into our mind is a negative thing. The first thing that draws us down, that pulls us down, is a negative experience. (laughs) It has a way of creeping into our mind, causing our mindset to, I don't know how it happens, but causes our mind to, um, to turn to the negative more than the positive. So when we know this, then we have to pray, Lord, Open my eyes. I want to see you. Open my eyes. I want to see you through every circumstance and every struggle. We see that that story is about a man. A man who was sick for 38 38 years, sitting in a pool, surrounded by um, a large number of ill, blind, lame, and crippled at the pool of Bethsaida. Now, Jesus just chose one day, Let me just go through this path and heal this man. So Jesus shows up. And the Bible records John chapter 5 verse 6. Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had been ill for a long time. Hmm. So there's no situation or circumstance that we can say is hidden in the eyes of God. Before we prayed, he knew. While we are praying, he can see. After we prayed, he knows what is going to befall us. So This man was there, he did not call, it's not like the blind Bartimaeus, the blind Bartimaeus was calling on the Lord, you know, but this man was there, Jesus saw him and knew that he had been ill for a long time, so that is why he's coming to actually restore him, not just to heal him, but to restore his life, that eight years is such a long time, and the most interesting thing is, um, when the Lord shows up, he came, in fact, before he got where Bart Myers was, Bart Myers inquired and then started calling on him. And this man, <laughs> he was ill. But the question I have is, when the Lord said to him, do you want to be well? The immediate answer that you and I, you know, are bound to answer this point is yes, Lord, (laughs) because Jesus is standing in front of him, the healer of all healers, the doctor of all doctors, the savior of the world has come standing in front of him asking, do you want to be well? The sick man answered the Bible says, sir. I have no one to put me into the pool. When the water is stirred up while I'm on my way, someone else gets down there before me. (laughs) Is it possible? That we have found ourselves so focused, so, so focused on how we expect our breakthrough to come, how we expect our victory to come, how we expect something to happen. You know, it's like magic, how we expect magic to happen in our lives that we have forgotten that when we seek God, when we trust God, when we are looking up to Jesus, it is not the same he has his own way as high as the heavens are above the earth the Lord says in the book of Isaiah so high are my ways above your ways. So it means he has many different kind of ways of intervening in our lives, of helping us through our struggles, of answering our prayers, you know. So it means that when we are too much focused on the negative experiences of our lives, it can be a thing that has happened to us one day, two days, or past events. Those negative experiences that we go through, those circumstances that come to us that are beyond our own control, those troubled moments of our lives when we are too much focused on all these situations then they present to us a whole new brand new blind spot so they become a blindness and when they do they block us they block us from seeing jesus they hinder us from seeing Jesus. And when we can't see Jesus, we cannot see the answer to our problem. When we can't see Jesus, we don't know what to answer him. When we can't see Jesus, we don't know how to pray right. We don't know what to ask. We don't know who he is. We don't know who is standing in front of us. Because if this man was able to recognize Jesus, then he would know what to answer him. He would know that Jesus has brought the answer that he has waited for that eight years. It doesn't matter how long he had waited it what matters is the Lord had his own way of coming to him. Imagine the Bible does not recall that he prayed or he called on him. Jesus shows up he does that to us. sometimes we think that um. God does not care. Sometimes we think that he's taken too long to come to our situation and we are praying. Just imagine when we pray, he can answer our prayers. He can hear our prayers. The Bible says that he who created the ear can hear. He's not deaf to hear. His arm is not too short to save. This man did not pray. He did not ask. In fact, even the simple answer that the Lord wanted him to answer, he answered in the wrong way. But what does verse 80 say? Verse it says that Jesus said to him, rise, take up your mat and walk. Immediately, the man became well, took up his mat and walked. Hallelujah. Now, look at this story. He didn't know how to answer. Even after he has taken his mat, you know, like the command, when Jesus commanded him, he just had to do what the command has spoken because the Bible reminds us that He, everything was created in him, for him, through him, and nothing exists without his power or command. So it means he's still in charge and in control of us. And that is why all these people that the Lord commands to rise up, take your mat and go, what these words that the Lord speaks, they are eternal words of life. And the man, even though his words his words or the answer he was meant to give was he was dodging what he was meant to say and giving stories of how nobody seems to care because probably that has been the greatest burden in his heart, you know? And um, instead of, of 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 turning to all these answers, he just had to react and do what the Lord commanded because the mission that Jesus came to do had to be accomplished. Today, our prayer is, Lord, I want to see you. Jesus said to his disciples, whatever you ask of me, my father shall give you. I shall give you. So when we pray this kind of prayer, Lord, I want to see you, he will help us to be able to identify every negative experiences in our lives and those moments that we have um, been through situations that were dear to us that have broken us that have wounded us and we are still holding on, on to all these things and with time they have become a stumbling block so they become an obstacle so when the lord shows up we do not see him we see the thing When the Lord uh, wants to speak to us, the Lord is always speaking instead of being able to have a calm spirit to receive him. And uh, because of all these things that would be crowding our spirit, our mind, then we are able, we are not able to answer him correctly. So we tend to complain all the time. We tend to worry all the time, like the wrong things would just come out because whatever has been going on whatever we have allowed in our system needs to vacate then the lord will take his place but the two of them cannot dwell in us and we live a life that we can see him we see something else when we don't see him and when we are able to see him then that means it is a moment of victory when we are able to see jesus when hagar was able to see the well when 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 um When Peter even though he said Lord if it is you let me walk on the water and he did and he was able to see the Lord then definitely we look at that situation and we see faith arising but as long as none of them could actually recognize him then help was not coming their way. This man was not able to recognize Jesus. He was not able to see Jesus but we know that Jesus also is a merciful God. Our God is a merciful God so the prayer that we have is for Lord to be able to help us to open the eyes of our hearts so we can see every situation in our lives through his eyes so we can handle every situation in our hearts in our lives through his eyes. And this is the victory that we need to be able to live our lives victoriously. We cannot dwell on negativity. We cannot dwell on painful moments, challenging times. We cannot dwell on the struggles that we have to face or go through every day and expect to have victory. One of them will have to happen. But for us to be able to rise above and embrace the new, embrace the new and to be able to live and to receive the new that the Lord wants to bring our way, then we have to allow, allow him, allow ourselves to be elevated where he is, to stop looking at circumstances through the eyes of pain and heartache and sorrow and brokenness. You know, and to be elevated where God is. To believe in who he is and what he intends to do in our lives will be manifested in his own acceptable time. He is faithful to the end. So what do we do now? The book of Hebrews uh, reminds us that let us now go before the throne of grace and mercy to find grace and mercy for timely help for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses but one who has been tested in every way yet without sin so when we choose to do this then definitely something will happen will be transformed will be transformed from inside out and when the Lord shows up, when we open our hearts, when we recognize all these areas, and we lay them down at His feet, and we do what He said in Matthew 11:20, "Come to Me, who are heavily laden, you know, and I will give you rest." Then we have we experience that rest that He gives us, that rest that we that we get, even though we are going through challenges, we are resting in Him because we believe that He's in charge and in control, and that He will help us through every experience and cause us to experience victory, despite what we can see because he is greater than he is God. He's, he's. I mean he's in charge of everything. So we pray and we offer our hearts to him as we um, meditate on the words to this song. Falling on my knees I bow bow down Can see clearly now here on my knees. I understand better now when on my knees. I can see clearly now here on my knees. I understand better now here on my knees. In the mighty name of Jesus, with thanksgiving, Lord, we offer you our hearts, our lives, with thanksgiving for this word you have spoken to us. Lord, I want to see you. I want to see you through every situation. Oh, Lord, I choose to see you. I choose to see you not through my pain. I choose to see you because I know you are pierced to ease my pain. I want to see you, Lord, because I know you died to set me free from every kind of obstacle and bondage of mind, body, and soul. I want to see you clearly. I want to see you because I know when I see you, then I will see me. I can only see me clearly when I see through your eyes, Lord Jesus As we move on, we declare that we refuse to see with our own human eyes because our human eyes can be deceiving. Our human eyes can be frustrating. But when you see with your eyes, then we are able to rise above our struggles and our challenges. Oh Lord, open our eyes to see you so we can see the potential that is around us, so we can see the victories that you have given us, so we can see your power at work in our lives, Lord. Open our eyes to see you, Lord. Open our eyes to see you, the eyes of our hearts, Lord. The eyes of our soul to see you as you are. Help us to know you, Lord. To know you and to see you as you are, Lord Jesus. It is impossible to live a life of victory when we do not know you. It is impossible to embrace and to receive your promises in our lives when we do not see you because you are the answer to every problem. You are the solution to every struggle in our lives and Lord you came that you may have life and have it abundantly. Lord I choose to see you. Lord, I choose to see you, Lord, I choose to see you, I choose to see through your eyes. I refuse to see through my eyes, I refuse to see through my human eyes every situation in my life. I refuse to acknowledge it as I see it with my own eyes, and Lord, I want to see it through your eyes, through your eyes, your eyes of victory, your eyes of grace, your eyes of mercy, your eyes of power, your eyes of love. Oh Lord, open our eyes to see you. When we see you, our lives are transformed. When we see you, we get to be transformed to become a new creation. We get to experience your peace in every challenge. We get to experience your love in every painful situation. We get to be healed and restored. Oh Jesus, open our eyes to see you, Lord. Open our eyes to see you, to see the well of opportunities surrounding us, to see the well the well of your life giving waters in our midst in our midst so that you may not concentrate on lack so that you may not focus on pain so that you may not focus on struggles and live a life of complaining but offer worship to you for Lord it is true what your word says that the truth of your word be established in our lives, Lord, that you may remain at your feet, honoring and worshiping you, acknowledging that you are greater than any situation and any circumstance that may come our way, that there is no mountain that is too high for you, no valley too deep for you, no problem too great for you to solve. You have solutions to every problem and what you cannot do does not exist. What you cannot do, Lord, we acknowledge that it does not exist. So we surrender everything to you and we pray, Lord, I want to see you. I want to see you. I want to see your lights. I want to see you so I can see me as you see me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy. Thank you for teaching us something new. Help us to meditate on it and that it may bring forth fruits that are going to last in us to help us to grow more in the knowledge of you and to live our lives for the greater glory of your name and for our own good. We pray this in Jesus' name with thanksgiving. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.